Welcome to Kings Cast with Eric and Ryan. This is your weekly Sacramento Kings podcast for Kings fans by Kings fans. As always, this episode is brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop. You can follow Ziggy Smoke Shop on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. They have locations in Stockton and Tracy. We're coming off of a really fun episode just last night where Ryan and I came on for episode 102 to talk about the Kings as we go into the trade deadline back today with episode 103. You can find that episode or any of our other episodes streaming on the Believe Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Bringing in my co-host today as always, Ryan, what's good? What is good? I'm uh, drinking Tito's and 7-Up again for all you people who are wondering the uh, beverage of choice tonight. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, this is a while ago, but you know, the the Kermit the Frog, that meme. That, oh, that with the, with sipping. the tea? Sipping? sipping. <laughs> None of my business. Yeah. That's, how I'm, that's how I'm feeling right now. LA Kings fans are heated, upset about what went down today, and, and that's pretty much what the whole episode is going to be on, and I'm over here just Kermit the Frog, just sipping my Tito's with a big old smile on my face because we just got a motherfucking all-star baby yeah man it's just, it's exciting and something we've been talking about I mean I can't I couldn't wait for this episode and it was funny because today I saw you know after the post a couple people who listened to the show I think like hey I know 102 just dropped yesterday but tell me you guys are coming back from 103 and it's like we're fucking here we're doing it you know um you're talking about I mean you know what meme I was thinking about was it's my it's my favorite it's one of my favorite memes i got like two of all time uh and de- it's definitely the conor mcgregor one where because we've been talking so much shit dude on twitter i we're talking shit but just we've been super hard on our position about the kings getting an all-star and all in on if we need to trade halberd trade albert and a lot of people didn't like that because there's a lot of feelings that went into it right so i talk about my meme it's it's the uh it's the clip from uh conor mcgregor where he goes, I have to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody, you know, and then it's, ah, you know, so that's, that, that was what I was thinking about today. Like, like, yeah, dude. And it, it, was, is, it, was, it was hard, dude. <laughs> All right. So when the trade went down, okay, I work from home today. So I'm fucking cooking up breakfast, dude. Got my laptop out. I'm checking emails and all that shit. And the trade goes down really before I got to start my day. You know, like I start at six, but. Let's be real. By the time I drink my coffee and I, you know, really get into the groove of things, it's like fucking 930, dude. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay. I got absolutely no fucking work done today. (laughs) I was, dude, the Halliburton trade came through and I was like, holy shit. The Kings actually, you know, Monty McNair has some cojones, dude. He fucking did it. And all the shit that I was talking yesterday, I'm fucking glad I was wrong, dude. Because I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here saying like, dude, yesterday was all Kings aren't going to do it. No balls, no balls, no balls. Well, Monty McNair's got balls, and I guarantee you they're bigger than mine. <laughs> hey, so. I gotta, I gotta come in though, dude. And you know what? I'm not gonna, you know, a, a lot of things. You know, I was right. I was right. I'm not saying I. Oh, I mean, we were, we, we were go. both. No, no, I'm not saying that. We were both, we were both for that position. But last night, you know, you did the. I felt you came in, and you were definitely like. You were taking the more pessimistic. You you didn't have the faith, and that was kind of what you you told yeah, everybody. I do yeah, like I did I didn't have the faith. Why would I put faith? Okay, <laughs> and and I and I and you I already you said it. Can I can I say what I was going to say? You already ahead, said it. You already you, you did the episode. Last night. You already said it. You know you didn't have the faith. You, you don't have to explain why. We know why. But I, I I kept holding out, and I kept saying, you know, they have to, dude. They have to. And it, it was maybe the blind optimism. It's just the hope that man, I can't sit through this bullshit again. This trade deadline again and nothing happened. But I did. That's what I did say yesterday. I'm like, 
everything they said said that they were going to do something. They had to do something. But honestly, even I was surprised. Even I was because that Halliburton was the one that got traded. And when I when it happened, dude, I look at the phone and I go, I just go, huh, holy shit. I, mean, I just laugh. I go, oh, holy shit. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming because like you were talking about yesterday, the franchise just loves them. They're, they're playing them, all this, all this stuff. And it was like, yeah, man. And, and, and we've been talking about the last couple weeks, but it was like, but if there's an all-star player on the table, that's gotta be the move. And you gotta be willing to do that. And, and now it's, that, that was what we were struggling with. We kept saying, you know, we, you and I try not to be too reactionary of fans and judge too quickly and, and try to be thought out. And, and you kind of, brought us back to center right we're like we can't judge him until the deadline until the deadline and sure as shit he pulled the trigger dude and and so let's talk about this ryan because man people are fucking pissed people are fucking pissed and i love it i've been arguing with people all day i think it'd be good if we just broke down some of our arguments that we've had with people because it's just super it's just super easy to throw it back out there i haven't really heard heard good counters to this point i don't know if you have um i haven't really had any good encounters you're just hearing all the same bullshit about you know i've seen a a lot of well halliburton's averaging 16 and 7 since the new year all right fucking great didn't they just go on a 2 and 14 stretch like that's the (laughs) that's the shit right there it's like well he's 16 and or six sorry not 16 and 7 16 and 9 since the new year and it's like cool Right, like we we've talked about this before. Last January, Deeron Fox was the Western Conference Player of the Year or the Player of the Month. He averaged like thirty three or thirty four in the month of January last year. You know, like it, small stretches, small sample size, great. You know, did the team win games? No. Okay, and you know, Monty McNair did what he should have done. He protected his best player. Okay, he said enough of off ball Fox. It's time for some on ball fucking Fox. And if for all you fucking haters out there, okay. With the shorthanded roster tonight, and De'Aaron Fox hasn't played in 20 fucking days, okay? Just listen. I don't know if you guys are watching the game right now or you're too upset that your precious boy Halliburton's gone, okay? But uh, De'Aaron Fox's stat line at halftime, 18 points, four assists, three rebounds, three for four from three, seven for 12 overall from the field. Hasn't played in 20 fucking days, and he's out there without Rashawn Holmes tonight. You know, he's out there. You know, Marvin Bagley's not playing, who's usually in the starting line. They're just not playing him, which probably means Marvin Bagley's on the way out. Okay. But he's out there. He's he, he's out there with fucking Harrison Barnes, Alex Len, Damian Jones, Jemias Ramsey, Louis King's played a shit ton of minutes. Okay. Game's close. Darren Fox has put up the stats on ball Fox. That has been the fucking issue. Okay. All year. Monty McNair fucking realized it. Darren Fox is the face of the fucking franchise, baby. And we've been telling your asses the whole damn time. Yep. It's true, dude. It's true. And it's, you know, this season's been tough. This one really tested me. This this season to this point has really tested me because it's so frustrating. You know, you only have that uh, the outlet to come on, which is King's cast. It's Twitter. It's King's land. It's whatever else. You only have the outlet. And sometimes out there in King's land, man, it feels like I'm screaming into air. When it with the takes, and I feel like I'm in the fucking twilight zone when it comes to this shit. And I've been saying it. I was like, and I took the time to say it yesterday. The most baffling fucking thing to me of all time. I mean, I'm a fan of a lot of different teams, dude. 
a hardcore fan. And this might be the craziest thing that I've ever seen develop ever in my life. And I'm not really young either. You know what I mean? The fact that a guy who didn't even start last year, who's averaging 14 and seven was on the same level as the fucking franchise player to pretty much majority of people. 90% could, of people out there. I just could. It's a baffling to me. Baffling. It's so frustrating. I'm going to take the time to say this, Ryan, because this is definitely a word super juiced about the move, but there's a little bit of two fingers up. Fuck you to everybody else out there because all the shit arguments we get into with people about, uh, oh, you know, we're, I'm going to break. We'll break the down the arguments. I won't say them right now, but this is three years in a fucking row, Ryan. And what did we do the episode? What do we do the episode? Tyrese Halberton and the Hill were willing to die. And we fucking did it. And we told everybody exactly this. And we got the pushback. Three years in a row, dude. Bogdanovich. People telling us he's the second best player on the Kings. Untouchable. Kings cast tell you no. Boom. Rashawn Holmes. He's worth 18, 20 million a year. Kings cast told you no. Boom. Tyrese Halberton. Everybody fucking loves him. And, and Kings cast tells you they need to trade to get an all-star for on-ball Fox. Boom. At some point, dude, this shit's, it, 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 I'm going crazy because there's so many people out there that are so emotional. And it seems like with the takes, we're in the minority, but the shit seems, keeps going in that direction. It's really frustrating. Today was like I said, a double fingers to everybody. Again. For real. Yeah. It, it's again, you know, the, you know, sports 1140, you know, they've been on the opposite side of every take that, that you just mentioned, you know, Kings Herald has been on opposite sides of every take that you have, that you have mentioned. Um, you know, most of the fan base uh, admins of other Facebook groups have been on the opposite side of all of our takes. And, you know, we've really stood strong and, you know, it, it's like, we're not sitting here saying that we're geniuses or anything. Okay. We just, one thing that we pride ourselves on and we've come on here and said this before is not being emotional Right. And looking at the big picture, just don't be emotional. Don't get attached. Realize it is a business. Okay. Yeah. Do, do we dislike Tyrese Halliburton? No. What I have like, honestly, what I have liked that, you know, to trade Buddy Healed, you know, Davion Mitchell instead of, you know, that, of course I would. I, I don't think Tyrese Halliburton was a bad player at all. I liked him. I think he has a lot of upside. Okay. But people just, you know, they get too attached because the guy works hard. He says the right things. He wants he to be here. Us. He wants, yeah, to, he be wants here. to be here. He cares about us, Sacramento. You know, I saw a lot of stuff today from, from respectable NBA player, NBA vets, okay? Matt fucking Barnes, okay, today. Oh, he saw that break game? Oh, my God. He teared up. He, You played in the NBA for fucking, like, 13 or 15 years or whatever it was, Matt Barnes. You fucking know. It's a business, okay? Better guys have been traded you know, to, to team, to other teams than Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. When you put it into perspective, okay. I want, I want to, I want to put everything into perspective for people. Okay. Tyrese Halliburton played 109 games in Sacramento. He started half of those. He averaged 13 and six in those games. That's it. The Kings got, you know, the Kings had a horrible record last year. They're on pace for even worse record this year, this year. Why are we, why are we making such a big deal out of it? Why? Because, you know, and the reason is people got attached. They care too much. Oh, he's such a good kid. Yeah. Who, you know, who cares that it's a business? It's the NBA. We want to win games, you know, and, and my only response to everybody all day today was on Facebook, Twitter, all these people, everyone's freaking out. And I said, the Kings landed an all-star 
without giving up any future draft picks. And they did it without giving up their best player. What is the issue? What is the issue? People were acting like we traded, you know, I, I don't know, Kobe Bryant played for the Lakers for 20 years. People were acting like we literally traded the franchise player away who had been here for years. Buddy Heald played a shit more games, okay, in Sacramento than Tyrese Halliburton. Buddy Heald's legacy will be in Sacramento, should be bigger than Tyrese Halliburton's, okay? He's the all-time leader in three-point field goals made, okay? He, he, he was the leading scorer, okay, on the best team in the last 16 years in Sacramento. Not saying much, but he was, okay? The guy didn't fucking miss games, okay? So when you, when you start putting in totality, people loved Tyrese Halliburton. People want to make a big old What about Buddy Heald? You know, you, you love the 109 games that Halliburton was here that we didn't win shit. You know, he's coming off the bench. Oh, but he said, I, I'm going to fix the culture here. I want to be here. He wore a Doug Christie's jersey pregame to the game. You know what I mean? Shit like that, that people just ate up. You know, Halberton, great player. I wish him nothing but the best. I think he's going to be good in, in Indiana, but at the end of the day, he's not on De'Aaron Fox's level. And for, all you fuck, and for all you fucking people out there, he's the best player. He's the best player on the team. No, he's fucking not. You're wrong, okay? Monty McNair didn't agree with you, okay, who's the GM of the Sacramento Kings. Right. The ownership agree didn't agree. Okay. I'm sure they talked to Gentry about this move as well, who probably didn't fucking agree. Okay. Darren Fox, the best player, hands down, it's not even close. For all you fucking naysayers out there, for all you people, we should have traded Fox. Shut the hell up. I'm over it. It's done. It's done. You're wrong. You lost. It's over. Let's move forward. We have an all-star who's 25 years old, averages like 19 and 12 and five. Get the fuck over it. We're moving forward. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, and, 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 so what I've been hearing back is like, cause it's to me, the, t it, the takes easy. The, it's easy. It in the people, I, it's emotion. I even saw a couple of people post out there today about like, I hope Fox, you know, whatever tonight. And they wanted to root for failure. I told somebody, I said, dude, I I'm for the Kings. And this was the best move for the Kings. You know, people want to, okay. This goes back. There's, there's an, there's this weird infatuation of like, uh, this like fantasy land. Oh, I want to see my team draft homegrown players and develop and win. And there are guys, uh, you know, that's, that's like a take out there that people love. And that's the, been the thing with, with Tyrese Halberton. And, and, it, and it's all about potential with him. It's all about straight up potential. Now I had someone like you, you kind of referenced it earlier. Uh, they said to me, well, you know, he, this season he's, He's in the top 11 in this and this and that. And people like, the oh, I've had several people today share with me the uh, pl the plus minus stat as, as a great as a stat, you know, uh oh, oh, plus minus guys, 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 here's what he is, because people said, oh, he's going to be a double. He, he's he may be he might be. But what he is is 14 and seven. That's what he is. Career 13, 14, six and seven. that's what he is. And the tough thing is, is like you have. I, we've been talking about this for a year, dude. See, last offseason when people were talking about should he start, you and I talked about, uh, well, my take, I don't remember exactly, I don't want to speak for you, but my take was more, no, I don't think he should start because he takes away, he takes away, he challenges Fox on the court. That's been the thing pretty much since the start of the season. And I know you, you touched on it, so I won't elaborate about the off-ball Fox thing we've been preaching, but he challenges Fox on the court. He's a primary ball handler. He forces Fox off in order for him to, to play together that's that's what's going to have to happen and 
the the biggest, like I said, I keep going back. The biggest travesty was that they it, it wasn't what was best for De'Aaron Fox. And you why why sign a guy to a max contract and and have the the success he had last season, his age, all of that stuff, and then not cater to it. And I don't think that as Kings fans, I mean, people, when it comes to something like this, they get really emotional because they're in the moment. But if you take a step back, everyone's been not, they haven't been going to games. People aren't really like following and watching the team as much. The chatter's down. Everyone's depressed. Everyone's hating on the Kings. Everyone's talking about tanking, right? Oh, so we can afford to just keep doing that in the hopes and and literally the hope that Tyrese Halliburton can be an all-star player. We can't afford that shit, right? Ryan, you've been telling people we don't have the luxury to wait on guys like this. We don't have that luxury. We have to – We look it. Guess what? Sabonis right now is a two-time all-star. He is that today. He's going to come in tomorrow to, and play, and that's what he is. We And maybe Halliburton will get there. Maybe Halliburton will be something. Maybe he'll be this. Maybe. I, I don't fucking know. You don't know. Okay, but what I do know is that it this move it serves your best player and it gets that guy tomorrow, and we're and and we're moving forward. And the the move doubles down on the investment in Fox. That's all I fucking care about, right? Yeah, you 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 said it right there, right? Fox, you do what's best for Deer and Fox. Okay, and there's an example of this today. Okay, you know. It's similar to what the Pelicans did, okay? They went and got C.J. McCollum. Why? Why did they go get C.J. McCollum? Because they're trying to show Zion Williamson, like, hey, we're going to do whatever we got to do to put a lot of talent, okay? A lot of talent around you. Okay? That that was that was the thing right there, okay? Yeah, no, I, I – yeah, you're having – I see you having some mic trouble. Your mic, like, went out for a second. You're talking about – you're talking about C.J. McCollum, and you, you brought this up on the podcast last night about how um, you, you were kind of saying that was your worry, that if they didn't make a move like this, you were worried that they were going to continue to drudge along this season. And at some point, Fox is going to be like, I'm going to beeline out of here. And then I'm going to, uh, then the Kings are going back to kind of square one again. And then we're a couple years down the road, right? Is your mic good? You, you talk? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Sorry about that. Yeah. So that, that was the thing is I was so worried about, Sacramento not doing, you know, and not showing Deer and Fox like, hey, you're our guy. We're going to do whatever we can to to serve you. We signed you to a max contract, similar to what New Orleans did today. That CJ McCall move was to show Zion Williamson, hey, it's you, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, okay, and CJ McCall, and that's what we're moving forward. We're willing to do what it takes to let you win, okay? So that's point number one on that, okay? Something else I want to point out that I've seen a lot about today about DeMontis Bonus is... People saying, well, we had a young guy in Tyrese Halberton. We had a young guy, a young up-and-comer. What the fuck is DeMontis Sabonis? He's 25. He's not even in his prime yet. We've come on here multiple times. You're prime in the NBA. Okay, it's getting extended now. Okay. It's like 30. But it's it 28 to 34, really, is what it's turning into. It used to be 28 to 32. It's like 28 to 34. Sabonis is three fucking years away from that. He's already a two-time All-Star. Okay. Sacramento lacked big man. They lacked interior scoring. They lacked rebounding. Okay. You just got one of the best. All right. And for everybody saying, oh, he's, you know, Tyrese Halliburton was so young. He's this. Cool. Yeah. Sabonis is 25. It's not like Sabonis is 30. If Sabonis was 30, I'd be like, okay, you know, we might need to rethink this a little bit. Right. 
He's 25. How old's Darren Fox? 24. How old's Davion Mitchell? 22. You know what I mean? So it's like you look at those three guys right there and you're like, all right, fuck, we got eight more years of these dudes. Realistically, age-wise, in their primes, we have eight more years with Fox, Mitchell, and Sabonis. Keep them around. You put guys around them, obviously, but in their primes. Put that into perspective. You know, people are – I saw the age thing today. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Do you know nothing about Demondis Simonis? Do you know nothing? So that that just really bugged me today that people are like, he's young. He's, he's Halliburton's young. So is Sabonis. He's not even to his prime yet. I just – dude, all day I've been trying to think about what am I going to come on and say, you know, how am I going to – you know, how am I going to articulate what's going on? I, 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 I couldn't wrap my hand around it. I can't wrap my head around why people can't get over – trading a 21 year old who's not an all-star who hasn't improved the team since he's been here in the 109 games for a proven all-star why i i, I can't wear I, I don't understand why it's like why it's an issue can't wrap my head around it well it just comes down it comes down to the, the belief in potential it, and it comes down to the uh they they they're they fell in love with a guy because he wears short shorts i guess i i don't know i guess well, you, you you know what it is though dude it's okay and and i and I, I, I understand why people love him. Okay. He says the right things he does, right? He's a, he seemed, you know, Halliburton seemed like he, he did everything right off the court. Okay. Well, guess what? Nobody gives a shit, dude. At the end of the day, nobody really gives a shit what you're saying in your press conference about how much you love it in Sacramento. Okay. Now, if you're going up there dropping F bombs, you're being crazy. That's a different story. I don't give a fuck about that. Can but, I just say that? But, yeah. F bombs. But when you're going up there, okay, and you're saying, I love Sacramento. I'm going to change the culture. I want to be here. I want to, you know, stop the playoff streak. Yeah, that's great to fans. That's great to the people in Kingsland who freaking, you know, just eat into that shit. But to Monty McNair, he's heard it a million times, dude. People always, players always say that. I want to win here. I want to win here. I want to do it here. I want to, you know. at the end of the day, nobody really gives a shit, dude. What are you doing on the court? Okay. That's it. It's it. That's it. Kings landed a fucking all star. People, chill out, dude. I, it's amazing. How many all stars since since last time you made the playoffs? One. Did Demarcus Cousins make it once or twice? Uh, he made. You know? I think he made it a couple times. Okay, so Demarcus Cousins is your only all star since the quote unquote glory days. Get over it, dude. Get over it. And you know, one thing I also want to point out is moves are still to be made. Okay. Bagley's not playing tonight. Rashawn Holmes isn't playing tonight for personal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, you know, Harrison Barnes, I think, is less likely to move now, but, you know, they still have their picks. Okay. There's moves to be had. And I, I you know, I got all the faith in the world in McNair now, dude. He, he did what he did, what nobody else would do. Okay. He's, he, he did what nobody other regime in Sacramento would do. Okay. He went against, you know, all the media, he can fucking ESPN giving us a D plus on landing an all-star. <laughs> yeah. <D> plus grade. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? ESPN. Do you watch basketball? Who the hell is writing that article? A D well, plus. D I got to give it. I got to give it to KC because KC commented. Someone shared a bleacher report thing, similar thing, grade in the trade and KC commented on there. And he's like, dude, these fucking people, they, they, they don't pay two shits of attention to the Kings all year. They don't write an article about the Kings and nothing. Okay. And then all of a sudden trade, they want to make an assessment like that. And like you said, Oh, you traded a guy for, for an all-star. I, I want to continue on how I want to continue. Five year old all-star. Yeah. I want to keep who's making 18 million a year. 
well, okay, that's that's something I was gonna just bring up. Like that his con his contract is like for, for the level he's at, he's locked in. Dude, very dude, his contract at this point, he was making he's making less than uh than what Buddy Yield was making. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, the the Kings truly have the cap flexibility still to maneuver. And like you said, they still have their picks. I mean, dude, they could hashtag TTP this shit and still get to another level. I mean, like I said, he's not done either Either now with the draft. I mean, the Kings, this is a really, I, I you know, I don't want to get too overly emotional. I'm just saying it is exciting because of the, the age. You know, the Kings, the Kings are moving. If you want, people want to talk about accelerate the, accelerating the rebuild. And you, you kind of talked a little bit about the their ages and their primes and stuff, right? The Kings have steadily been in a position where they relied on journeyman veteran players to fill some roles. That's kind of what the roster's been. But really, the team as it was yesterday was a lot of younger guys who you're just going to hope that we're going to all sync. You see, like they were going to all sync up together at the same time and take on the world like 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 the Avengers series. You know, by the time like by the by the time it's it's the Infinity Wars, they're all fucking ready to go. It's not what that's 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 kind of was a that's a pipe dream. You're hoping Bagley, you're hoping Fox, you're hoping Davion Mitchell, you're hoping that Tyrese Halbert and then the draft pick this year are going to go through the trenches of the NBA and and it's like a fantasy land, right? We're gonna we're gonna work together and we're gonna grow as a team and then we're gonna take on the West for the next decade. No, that's not how it works, dude. That's Hollywood bullshit. So what they did is they got rid of one of the young guys, and and at this point. It makes the pick maybe even more tradable. They accelerate the rebuild from a group of 20 to 23-year-olds to now mid-20 guys who can lean on some late 20 guys, and they can go be aggressive for guys like that. And they've accelerated the rebuild like three years. If all the shit had went right with the previous roster, they'd accelerated the rebuild kind of like three years, like in one move, really, because now they can go be more aggressive in that time frame. And you know what people are going to point out? People think this move was to... They did this move for this season. They're going for the yeah, tenth no. seed. No, I mean no. maybe they, they might make, was, they might make a push for yeah. the tenth seed, but that's but not they, what they, they did. For. They're, they're they're two games back. They're probably going to lose tonight. They're really shorthanded, right? You're you're probably going to miss out on the play in this year, which is, you know, disappointing again, right? But people are you know that this trade in the summertime if the Kings miss the play and people are going to be saying, oh, see, they went for the play and why'd they do that? What? What? No, they're playing for the future as well. They brought back an all-star, a 25-year-old all-star. That's not just that. That's this isn't playing for the now. This is playing for the next five years. Okay, you have a 25-year-old all-star. I don't understand what people don't understand about that. I can't wrap my head around it. It doesn't make sense. This isn't just a make a move now and in play for the now. No, this is for, Hey, let's be competitive, but we're playing for the future as well. And they also got him at 18 million a year, 19 million next year, you know, and then, and then you worry about, okay, you know, a year and a half from now, then you worry about resigning him. Okay. But in the meantime, you put as much talent as you can around De'Aaron Fox, who's locked in into Monta Sabonis and you make him want to stay here, which I, I don't think Sacramento is going to have an issue with the, someone said today they made a post and I, it was like, if he leaves in two and a half years from now, are you going to be up? Are you are you going to be upset? Okay, like why why are you thinking that way? Let's why are you thinking that way? Um, that's that's scared. That's timid. Anytime, any anybody ever in life, may you know, is aggressive. Uh, you know, like 
Have you seen that cryptocurrency commercial going on with Matt Damon? It's like on all the it's on all the uh, on Sunday football where he's like fortune favors the bold, you know, like that. <laughs> that's a, I know it's kind of obscure, like an obscure reference, but if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. He's like throughout mankind, anybody who's ever achieved fucking anything, you know, is is gone for it, and that's kind of what if you want to be a timid little fucking weak ass loser team, and you want to. I don't want to make a move because two and a half years down the line, we might not be good. Nah, dude. And, and and the counter for me was what if in two and a half years down the line, you never actually made the move and then you still sucked. And then De'Aaron Fox left. And then you have massive regret that you didn't build a team over the last, see, you know, it would be like a 15 year span. You had two franchise caring level players and you literally did dick to, to build teams around them. That's that's the regret. See that I operate more on that than I operate on. I traded Tyrese Halliburton in it. It just this is his his impact is on uh, is nothing in, is as far as the direction of the franchise. It's just not. And the I applaud the cap space too. Uh, a little note, dude, because it's funny for all the craziness and and of Buddy Hill's uh, tenure. Very quiet about his departure today. Nothing really. People aren't saying anything about it. No one's talking about it that's, at, that's, at all. I, I, that's why I mentioned that earlier. I'm like, you guys want to talk about that shit, okay? Buddy Heald was for, here for four years and played a shit ton of games, okay? Buddy Heald's the all-time three-point made you know, leader for the franchise, okay? Buddy Heald averaged 20 points a game on a 39-1 Sacramento team. Sacramento's in a 39-1 team since 0405, okay? So it's like for all this shit, dude, for everything that's happened, for Buddy Heald not to be mentioned today, if I, I've seen a bunch of thank you, Halliburton. I saw a thank you, Tristan Thompson post today. Oh, well, you know, screw those people, dude. But, but, the, but the thing about Buddy, though, is that people want to believe Buddy's a scrub and Buddy is not a scrub. And, and that that off that offer that was on the table from the Lakers this past summer really showed that. And I wanted to point this out, dude. If people think that the Pacers traded Sabonis for Halliburton and like that was the trade, that wasn't the only trade. Buddy Hill was a real piece in that. I mean, the Pacers just got a, a starting backcourt. They just got a starting backcourt. They got TJ Warren. They got Miles Malcolm Turner. Bro- Malcolm Brogdon. They got a they, they You know, the, Buddy Hill was not just like some throw in. And I'm not saying that the, the Pacers could parlay that move into another move and Buddy Hill's going to go around and have a long NBA career, and I think that he'll be valued in his own way. But, you know, we do talk about this here. I think that one thing that is a little bit, I think going to be a little bit of a ha-ha from us is the Kings do have a real lack of shooting, and I think it will be noticed th- this year. And I just thought it was interesting. You know, I say even if it was good takes or bad takes that it was very quiet on the buddy front. And I just, well, I guess I was just pointing that out, like how, for how turbulent his time was here and how penny everyone was, no one really said anything. Um, yeah, cause, so because pe- people don't want to admit that, uh, you know, he was in on a trade that landed an all-star, you know, people are trying to make it so much about Halliburton. They're trying to make it so much. Look how great Halliburton was, you know, you know, good he is. He, he got us an all-star back. Well, that was, that was buddy too. You know, buddy, buddy's on the hook. Okay, it's not like Buddy's deal's expiring. Does he have two more two more years at 20, 20 mil a year? Okay, Buddy, Buddy's gonna be on that roster. This is I just want to point this out. Okay, so I'm, I brought up the Pacers uh, uh, box score from tonight up. I'm just looking at it. You know, they have Malcolm Brogdon, Chris, Chris Duarte, who's a rookie. 
Guess how old Chris Duarte is, Eric? Rookie. Good rookie, too. Good player. Good, good player. 24. 24. DeMontis Sabonis, 25, been in the year six, been in the league six years already. You know, that's it, it just amazes me. If you want to talk about Chris, Chris Duarte, I've seen a lot about him this year. Good player, 13 points, four rebounds, two assists, really good player. Uh, but, you know, the Pacers, like you were saying, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, TJ Warren, they have, um, you know, Duarte, Buddy, uh, Miles Turner, uh, you know, Halliburton. Now, this roster's. Yeah, the Pacers aren't taking. Let's just put it that way. That's what, you know, I, I've seen a lot of stuff about that. Well, oh, the Pacers are just trying to, you know, eh, well, you know, and you made a good point by saying Buddy's contract's still there and stuff. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. And a lot of stuff, a lot of people said a lot of things today. A lot of stuff happened. And I, I just really find it amazing that there was this much pushback, especially, dude. I, when I saw, like you said, the Bleacher Report stuff, when I saw, the ESPN grades. And it's like, what the fuck do you, who, who pays you people? You know, who pays? I, I was really dumbfounded today when I saw a lot of these takes and I didn't realize how many people thought Tal- Tyrese Halliburton was better than Darren Fox. I didn't, I didn't really realize that, you know, uh, the amount of like fans too. I was like, Whoa, you know, the, the amount of pushback that happened. So it's just crazy, you know, a crazy day, good day. Kings finally got an all-star, but you know, moving forward, we still have two days till the trade deadlines, though. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Harrison Barnes, where Sean Holmes didn't play tonight, Marvin Bagley didn't pay to play tonight. You know, I think there's moves to be had still. You know, I, I really think that McNair, he's already shown his cards. He He's going all in on De'Aaron Fox, and now Sabonis might as well get them as much help as possible. So uh, really, really possible that within the next 24 hours, we're coming back on here again and saying, oh, shit, look what Sacramento did. So I got the take of the night, dude. And it's not even me. It's not for me. So I'm not like saying, oh, I've got the take of the night. I, got, I just read the funniest t- take of the night um, on Kingsland. It's this guy, Michael. What is his name? I, I, I pulled that. Michael something. I'll, I'll, I'll find it while I'm talking. But he posts on there. He's like, I would love to have had. This is how I feel about the people. Like, I would have loved to have had. Halliburton and Sabonis and Fox on the same team. He's like, but I'd also like to eat pizza and drink beer every night without gaining weight. And that's just ain't fucking happening. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like it was Michael Brownfield. That is exactly who that was. That, that yeah, was yeah. Michael Brownfield. Hey, yeah, Michael Brownfield. He's been around in Kingsland for a lot. That's how come I, I knew who that was, man. I start, it, it's funny, dude. I have no idea what these people look like, but you said Michael and I, and I, and you said that mess. It sounds like that Michael Brownfield guy. That's funny as shit. Dude. That's a, um, a couple other takes just to share them on Kingsland. Um, somebody sent me like all the Kings Herald people. Um, you know, a Chris, Chris B friend of the show. He sent me, he's like, cause I don't really follow those guys ever since they started hating on us, but I just wanted to bring it up because it's a lot of people like Carmichael Dave as well as in here, a couple of KCK people. And then just a couple other ones on Twitter, but I'm just looking at them uh, across the board. And this is where, I just I think we're just different, Ryan, and I think that's why we've developed like before I go into what they said, like a little bit of a, you know, a segment of fans that aren't a bunch of, for lack of a better phrase, a bunch of little bitches, and they're not all they're not soft people, dude, and that's what I'm seeing with this stuff. I I'm I'm crushed. I'm not gonna say these guys' names, but I'm I'm legitimately crushed. This is a gut punch. You know, he really wanted to be here. These the only this is grown men. I'm a grown fucking man, dude. I'm not buying Halliburton's 21 year old jersey, and I'm. It's like you're a little you're a little boy, 
I, I, he's the only player who I wanted to buy his jersey. You're a grown man. You're an adult. I'm crushed. I bought his jersey. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? You know, this is where I, I appreciate the people that support us, dude. I really do. Because, because the, we talked about the media yesterday. There's just people out there and good. You know, people <laughs> one time someone was like, this guy likes to tell fans how to fan. What does that mean, dude? You're that's a, like, oh, tell fans how to fan. Dude, you, I'm not telling you could do whatever you want. And by you doing whatever you want, I could also tell you that you're ridiculous. <laughs> there is that, too. And that's the freedom of it. You can be. I just can't believe a, this is. And that's why that I think this one is it, quote unquote, for the is people. It stings. And, and this is to summarize the whole thing. What do we tell people? If you've been listening to Kinks cast for a while, from the beginning, for the last six months, for whenever, we've been telling you, dude, from shout out Colin Coward, don't fall in love with players, fall in like with players. Because a bunch of people like this on a trade deadline, actual media people, they do this for their careers, are crushed. They're crushed. I've been a Kings fan forever. This, this one hurts. I don't know anymore. Hey, man. If you can't understand why this is, is a good move, I can't help you, dude. And so shout out to the people that are sticking with us on this one, Ryan. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I, I'm, that, was, that was good stuff. Dude, I, I think that's I think that shit's hilarious, dude. You, you get paid to do this? Are you fucking kidding me? That's what I think. Uh, Sacramento right now, it's one hundred seven ninety. Uh, they're down, but they're they're they ran out of gas, dude. They're shorthanded tonight. Um, you know, Mo Harkless only played ten minutes. Rolled that ankle early on. Oh, um, guess what though? Guess what? Your boy. I know. I'm, getting, in. I'm. I'm. Are you gonna? You're gonna? Okay. okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Marvin Bagley's not playing. Holmes didn't play. Um. Uh, but Darren Fox, 31 minutes tonight, hasn't played in 20 days. 25 points, six assists, six rebounds, three for five from three, 10 for 20 from the field. Uh, so there's that. What I, what, what I was going to say is I logged in and I threw an easy $25. Yeah, so I, I was, an I was easy gonna, $25 yeah, was um, on the over, over 23 points. I'm going to, hey, I recommend you guys out there, if you start seeing that over anything at 23 and a half or lower, bite it you know for the next for the next month because he's going to be pushing that i think for for you're going to hit yeah. more often than not deer and fox is going to have a a hell of a uh you know pretty much from after the all-star break to the end of the season i think deer and fox is going to have um you know really ridiculous numbers to the point where it was like last year in january february when everyone that western conference player of the month it's going to be that type of stuff you know i think the pick and roll between him and sabonis is you know, people want to love that pick and roll between Tyrese Halliburton and Rashawn Holmes. You know, both <laughs> Here's two elite players now doing it. Yeah. Hey, people, people loved that, you know, 11 points per game from Holmes and eight rebounds. And they loved, you know, that 13 points a game and, you know, seven assists from, from Halliburton. Now you're about to see two elites do it. You know, I, I really think that Darren Fox is going to push that number you know, from after the all-star break through the end of season back up to 25, I, I, I just, I'm calling it now. It's going to happen. You know, he's going to get back to the six to seven or six, and then it's going to be interesting with Sabonis. Uh, it, it's going to be really interesting. Um, I think his numbers will be similar. I can see his rebounds going up. Um, 
I, I, I could really see that. I could see his scoring maybe coming down a little bit, depending if they keep Harrison Barnes or not, whatever happens. But I could see his scoring to coming down, but the rebounds going up even more from 12 to like 13 and possibly the assists going up. It's going to be interesting how they fit together. But just wanted to point out tonight, you know, Darren Fox, on-ball Fox, bro. I would say this. I would say this. I would say that RIP to the opposing centers over on rebounds. It's just not, it's not going to be as lucrative as we've been raking in the money on. So until proven otherwise, I'm going to stay away from that bet for the time being. That was a, that was a hitter, dude. We were hitting that one quite a bit. And, uh, you know, with a rebounder, actual double digit rebounder coming in, I would, I would safe to say that might change. Um, Ryan, I wanted to do something though, because this is what, how we do. I want to tell people, I think, to be careful on making assumptions because it's something that's been a theme for our show for some time about the still look at players in totality, don't be prisoners of the moment. Because right now is a real, it's it's like I can predict it, but this is like a prediction that's shooting fish in a barrel. Like you know, this is going to happen. So it's is it even a prediction. You know, that's what's going to happen is people are going to try to find. They're going to try to find somewhere to land with their takes and try to form an opinion because they want to talk basketball. And you're going to see a lot of stuff like probably even after tonight, maybe after this week, a couple games. Oh, because Fox is going to go up. You're going to hear. See, Buddy Hill was holding somebody, somebody back, holding Fox back or something. You're going to hear that take or you're going to hear a. uh Oh, so, you know, some random player is going to get more minutes than they probably should have. And maybe it's Damian Jones or something. And it's like, see, look, maybe we got to build around this guy. Maybe, maybe they need to be a real, a real, you know, solid piece or, you know, someone's basically, someone's going to play a stretch. They're going to play above their, their skill level because they're getting increased minutes or an increased role. They're going to do it sporadically. And you're going to hear a lot of steadfast takes, prisoner of the moment takes. And one thing we've always talked about is people, when that happens, People form their opinion right there, and they live there for, like, months on end, right? That happened with, with Holmes. People made up their mind after one month about Holmes last year, and it's basically carried him until the last month. He's lived on that juice for the last month. MVP, MVP in December when they're losing. MVP the first year he's here. I mean, it, it, they got to the point where people – that that escalated to $20 million a year for some people. And then now it's like if he gets traded, I think people will be like, yeah, whatever, you know. But I just want to – I want to put that out there. Right, that we a little oh a PSA to you guys. Don't get too crazy about your takes. This team's it's moving a lot. The 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 lineup's going to be different. It's going to be new guys. Guys are going to play up way up. Guys are going to play way down. If Fox has a bad game, which he he's probably going to at some point because that's what happens in the NBA. James, don't forget James Harden came to Sacramento last week when they were in the middle of a massive losing streak and put up seven points. Does that mean that you know you got to make a, a steadfast take about James Harden? No. So don't do the same thing about about the Kings. And don't do the same thing about Darren Fox. Look at players in totality. Don't forget that. It's something we keep telling you guys. I just felt it was necessary with the stuff changing, you know. And 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 you know what's probably going to happen too, guys? This is another one too. Stop looking at stop looking at the green grass on the other side. Halbert is going to go over there. Rick Carlisle is a really Rick Carlisle, I've always thought was a top coach in the NBA. Rick Carlisle is a top, top five, he's, he sure. is a top coach in the NBA. And and like Ryan said, the Pacers have a real roster now. And he's going to utilize them. And what's probably going to happen is Tyrese Halliburton is going to go over there and play really well. If he if he ends if he ends up being the featured yeah if he ends up being the featured point guard, he's going to go in there and he's going to play thirty four minutes a night and he's going to have a role and he's probably going to average more in that 
17 and nine and you know, or something like that. And people are like, Oh, see, 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 just, just keep things, keep things, get level, be level. Guys. Yeah. Be level. I, I mean, we're going to see with Indiana, I can see them moving Malcolm Brogdon now. I mean, there it's the same type of thing. Malcolm Brogdon and Terry Halliburton are very similar players. very similar it's kind of you know it's kind of redundant over there so we're gonna see you know i wouldn't be surprised if one of them came off the bench you never you never know you never know i i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that i watch every indiana pacers game um because i don't but uh yeah i i think that it is i think Halliburton's gonna go over there and he's gonna play well but at the end of the day uh Halliburton i believe won't won't be an an nba all-star in his career you know at best, you know, how Michael Conley, you know, was a one-time all-star last year. I, I think that's, you know, if, if you had to put, if if you asked me to put all the money that I owned on whether or not Halliburton would be an all-star or, you know, a one-time all-star or a zero-time all-star, I would take the under and go zero. So it's um, tough. And that's not, it, that's, you know, the crazy thing, Ryan, though, it's not, that's not a hate. Yeah. That's not a knock, dude. dude. I mean, not. I said some, someone today, I was like, CJ McCollum's never been an all-star. You would think it, but CJ McCall's never been all star. I mean, there there was a couple of years ago where Dale, Damian Lillard was killing it. He hadn't, he wasn't an all star. Devin Monte, Booker, Monte, Monte Ellis averages, uh, I think, like eighteen or nineteen per game for his career. Averaged twenty six points per game in one season. Never made an all star. Yeah, Devin Booker uh, wasn't an all star for a while. I don't think, dude. Is is currently Towns made the all star team? <laughs> yeah, you'd have in? you'd have to pull it up. But I mean, you if you played that game. If you play the game, there's, guys, there's not a lot of really Bibby, good players. Mike Bibby, you know, Mike Bibby, never an all-star. You know, Jason Richardson, I want to say has a career scoring average of 17 points per game, never made an all-star. You know, it's like people, you know, it, it's it's hard to be an all-star. It is. Yeah, and it's not it's, it's not a really knock. hard to be an all-star. Yeah, it's not it's not an knock. It's um yeah, it's not a knock. But I I would say this, Ryan exciting man I, I just i think it's a good day for the kings for sure and to be selfish i think it's a good day for kings cast because it's just it does feel good because we do go against the grain quite a bit when it comes to our takes and i, I just it's it, it, it's it's a bit of a relief on that on that end and i'm very excited i'm excited uh to go to the next game i hope they play tomorrow i, I hope that sabonis you know lands and plays we didn't even talk about like the other pieces lamb and holiday which we can get into it to see how they're utilized, and then we can comment on that later. I mean, if anything, if you really want to hear the take, Ryan, they're NBA, they're NBA players who can come in and yeah, they're NBA, they're NBA players. Cool. It, it's it's depth guys. I I think we've seen the end of like the Jamias Ramsey and the Louis King days. Um, like how tonight, how you know guys are out and these guys are playing twenty minutes. It's you know that I think those days are over. Um, but they are pieces, you know. Jeremy Lamb, 15 minutes a game this year. It is what it is. The guy can score. He's shown in the past. And then, you know, uh, uh, Justin Holiday, he, 10 points per game, plays defense, shoots the three pretty well. So um, just depth, guys. And, and, you know, that's all you can ask for. <laughs> that's that's really it. Uh, just want to correct myself. Uh, Carly Towns did make the All-Star team twice. So the same as Sabonis, but a while ago. He hasn't made one since. Since 2018, 2019. So it's been three full seasons uh, since he made the All Star game. So 
I got a good joke. Someone said, why is everybody acting like uh, Sabonis is 47 years old? And, and you know what my joke is, Ryan? Because they don't watch fucking basketball they and they Googled, basketball. they Googled him and they came they, six they, years. They, in this they found his they found his dad <laughs> 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 and, and they, 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 they thought that's who it was. So um, but hey, I'm excited, man. You, you got to be excited, guys. And if you're crying out there, get over it, man. Root for the Kings. Be for the Kings. They got an all star. They're going to get better. Let's move on. So, hey, guys, we appreciate you listening in. If you ever want to interact or be a part of the show, you can always do so by tagging us. You can find Ryan and I on Twitter and Facebook at Eric and at KingsCastRyan. And we're active on there. Um, if you want to support KingsCast, please slide down after the show and give us a five-star review. Uh, those do help. We do read those on the show. Um, and it lets us know that there's other Kings fans out there supporting us and we can reach more Kings fans just like you. So with that, for Ryan, this is Eric. Go Kings. Thanks. This episode was brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop, 209's headiest smoke shop. Follow them on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209 for a view of all of their awesome inventory.